Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello there and welcome to the War Culture Gaming Podcast. The only reason I changed my clothes. I'm joined today here by <laughs> Ewan. Ewan, how are you today? I'm really good, man. I also changed my clothes. Oh, that's nice. And Josh, I see you've changed your jumper. No, I've been wearing this since last week. Sleeping in it, eating in it. There is uh, below where you can see just a load of spaghetti stains. So I'm not going to join this clothes changing narrative you two have concocted at all. But I'm also <laughs> pleased to be here. I mean, you don't want to see what's below these frames. Anyway, uh, so there's been a lot of remakes out like recently, you know, with the Resident Evil 2 remake that came out last year, uh, Resident Evil 3 remake, which um, was very high acclaimed and everyone loved it, and then the Final Fantasy 7 remake. And I just was thinking, like, you know, remake, remake, remake. What game would you like to have remade next? And so I've just posed, got you two here to pose the question. Just Lovely word salad, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, mean, I love remaking. Re- remaking things is great. Remake everything. I'll, we, don't want, we don't want new stuff, do we? We don't want new things. We just want to keep the same old stuff rotating forever. Yeah, yeah. I want to be yeah. reminded of things I loved back in the day. You know, I don't want original creative ideas. I want my nostalgia to be fed. Exactly. It's like what they say. What's the point in new things when you can just have what you already know and never leave your comfort zone, which is the best thing that you can have. <laughs> <laughs> Especially during these times, man. Like I've, I don't know about you guys, but I've been revisiting like old games, old movies during you know obviously being inside, and it has been it has been really comforting. I've got to tell you, like you said, Ben Roy, the to an extent, every single new game I've played this year has been a remake in some form. Doom Eternal, even though that's obviously you know new content, oh, yeah. it's still kind of based on Doom 2 Hell on Earth. Then I've been playing, um, like you said, Resident Evil 3. I've been playing um, Final Fantasy 7. So I, for me, I'm all in on remakes. I think they're, they can be done well when they're done well, if that makes sense. If they're more than just kind of a port, if they're a real reimagining of what the original IP is or was. I, I'm always excited to see what the creatives do with it because it, when it comes to the gaming industry, unlike you know movies or TV or literature or whatever, I feel like the gaming technology that we, that we use, it's always progressing, it's always being updated, new things are being added that couldn't that games simply couldn't do 20 years ago. So it, for me, it's particularly interesting to see original creatives who worked on those original games coming back with the new technology, with new ideas, 20 years of hindsight or whatever, and then delivering something that doesn't replace the original, but sits alongside it as an alternate experience. 
I was also going to say as well is that remakes are really handy if you find older games slightly impenetrable. You know, obviously, as opposed to film or TV where you can access them in a plethora of different ways, you know, video games are kind of sometimes restricted to the platform that they're on. Obviously, we have emulators and, you know, different things that you can get on PC or whatever. Um, but, you know, a lot of these games at the time, if you were like, um, if you're like me, who like moved from like the parents' house of halfway across the country, my old Xbox is all the way down in Liverpool. I'm all the way up here with just the PlayStation 4. So there are certain titles that I miss that I would love to get remade so that I could reapproach and also stuff that I don't necessarily have any kind of attachment to but would love to approach from a fresh perspective like um, and ways that you know games that you should like on paper but then never got around to playing them because there was some sort of mechanic that you didn't like uh, that is now very much not part of the the here and now that the remake could change so yeah I'm very much here for gaming remakes yeah that's that's probably the best reason to have a remake you know if you just hit the nail on the head there like if you think back to the ps1 era where everything was good then but now it's kind of like on fire and do you really want to play these games that controlled awfully or you know do, do you want to go back and play re2 in a certain perspective or do you want to play the remake i mean re2 back in the day was excellent and i think still is to some point but if you have someone like who's coming into gaming now, it's gonna be like a weird step. Like, even though it's not as hard to say, but a step back for them sort of people. No, I completely yeah. agree. I mean, I tried playing Metal Gear Solid 3. I got the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. And yeah. I remember that being a massive shock to my system of having been raised on the Splinter Cell and then going over at that and then having to aim with a directional pad and Snake's just there going, eh. It, and it was like controlling some sort of really bad like circus ground robot he's this tra highly trained secret agent and he can't aim for anything he's really bad and well, just the concept sorry of like auto saving which wasn't mm -hmm. a thing until what like say 10 years ago if that <laughs> Well, it's, it's easy for you know people who are perhaps a little bit older like us to look back on these games and say well that's just the way it was it doesn't make them bad but if you've grown up accustomed to a certain sort of comfort like you said when it comes to things like auto saves or you know even the ability to move around the camera without it freaking out and going into your character's face it is it can be hard and like you said a bit impenetrable to go back and try to appreciate them on their own terms because those terms have changed so much so I do like the option and when it came to Final Fantasy 7 for instance I hadn't played the original and I jumped straight into the remake and had a bloody good time but then I, I want to go back to the original now you know what I mean that's that's got its claws in me it's made me attached to the world and the characters and what they did that I want to go back and experience it and genuinely I might not have done that had I not played the remake first so I, I don't buy in I want to I want to stress this before we jump into our picks I don't buy into the idea that remakes replace the original if anything it it can make those originals you know seem even more impressive and hold them up to an even higher level because it retroactively you know gets people interested in a way that they might not have been before yeah i mean you've hit it on the head there like i think you should go back and play the original games that we're going to mention today but at the same time I, there's, it's just like say going to someone else imagine a time before Amazon Prime you had to wait weeks for your stuff to be delivered it's just people are accustomed to a new way of playing and again with what like, well, you said like it just the things play differently now but at the same time you could there's always room to like say I, one of my main reasons for this is the, the games I've picked is the atmosphere in these games can be so better realized now like say RE2 remake compared to RE2 original like just imagine what some engines can do now and just really flesh out that world to what our young brains imagined back in the day but I want to pose this first to you Ewan and see what you, the first game you had on your list was 
This is a really probably controversial pick, but something that I think will resonate with fans of Red Dead, and it is Red Dead Redemption, the one that released in 2010. I know it's literally only 10 years old this year, um, but going through Red Dead Redemption 2's story again at the moment, and you know, playing as John Marston in the epilogue, and going through New Austin, and just seeing Mexico just right across the, the river, and you just want to go in and jump in, and to me, even though I think there are certain elements of Red Dead 2's gameplay that wouldn't necessarily gel with the first game, I do think that Rockstar <coughs> could certainly, you know, with this new version that they have of New Austin, and I assume that there are different bits of Mexico that they have mapped out, you know, I don't see any reason why they couldn't just go, you know what, we'll remake Red Dead Redemption and we'll package it with Red Dead Redemption 2 and then that'll be the one big like Dutch Vandal and gang story. I think that would be amazing. Obviously you have the voice actors there. Technically there are, you know, I've heard stories of how that game was called together on bits of tweed and string and it all just somehow worked. <laughs> um, so I think there's definitely, you know, there's incentive to go back and remake that game. And I think given the technology that they have with Red Dead 2 and how much the gameplay influenced the narrative in that game compared to the first, I think there's definitely, you know, cause to actually go back and do it. And I would, I would absolutely gobble up a Red Dead 1 remake, even if it is quite new. It's funny you should mention that, Ewan, because I've been going through, like you, I went through Red Dead 2 at the start of the year, and then I jumped straight into Red Dead Redemption 1 because I haven't played that game since it came back, since it came out back in 2010. I wanted to see how it held up. And in my opinion, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, like the, the, the world is so great and that hasn't changed and the gameplay itself is quite fun. But when it comes to the story, for me, and this might be controversial, but I think Red Dead 2 kind of surpassed it in a lot of ways and fleshed out that world in, in a way that Red Dead 1 wasn't totally focused on. A lot of that game, especially like the first 10 or 15 hours is kind of just John Marston out there and you don't really know what, why he's Herding there. Herding cattle. He's, yeah, he's hurting, he, he is and that's, and that's fine, but I feel like they if they did go back they could drop a few more hints to link the games a bit more they are obviously you know direct sequels and prequels but i feel like you could you know perhaps mix some things in there about arthur for instance who's a character who isn't mentioned at all in the first game in kind of make that connection even stronger it doesn't necessarily need it i don't think i do think both of them still stand on their own but like you could and that is yeah. perhaps tantalizing enough like you said the map is already there it, it, it you get like nostalgic chills just walking around key locations from one in the world of two so it's it's almost like you know i don't know it because it could happen mm. i want it to happen because <laughs> we've kind of seen what it could look like and what it could feel like i feel like i've already imagined it in my head so if you don't mind rockstar if you're watching <laughs> this give me it yeah, I mean, there was, I don't know if any of you ever saw the, they had owned the collection of The Godfather, it was the first two movies, but they were cut together, so it was all in chronological order. My parents were absolutely obsessed with it growing up, like, when I was growing up, rather, and, um, like, that, to me, imagine just going from Red Dead Redemption what, uh, 2, and then playing it in order to get to the game that released 10 years ago, and just having one seamless, you know, just, like, narrative, um, going through i think that would be incredible to experience yeah I, I always thought that they might do some sort of like dlc because mm. as you said like the map part of the map is just down there so why don't you just why did you make all that just simply for a tiny part of the story like in the greater aspects like was it just there just to add a, a bit to it on like online or anything like that i, I really sort of puzzled but then again it just seems like they just go now nah, we're just going to keep making this until we think it's done
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't care if no one's gonna see half of this stuff. It looks bloody good, and we're proud of it. It is I like that idea of getting to the end of a prequel and expecting kind of the first, not expecting the first game, but it, wanting the first game that it proceeds to also be there. That's a feeling I've had with Metal Gear Solid Five, for instance. I think a lot of people thought that mm. game was going to end with a, a retelling of the original Metal Gear, not Metal Gear Solid, like Metal Gear, uh, because obviously like the the jump in technology between that game and MGS5 is huge and for me I was a little bit disappointed that when that didn't happen obviously who knows if that was the original plan because of the whole Kojima Konami thing but I think you know presenting those old experiences and then attaching it onto something that gives it more meaning it doesn't they're rare they're rare when you when that happens like it's a rare moment but it's it's a it's a potential gold mine that I think hasn't really been you know exploited as much as much as it can be. Yeah, I was going to um, do a nice little segue from one, one Rockstar property to another because uh, you were saying Red Dead makes me just think of like the Rockstar catalog, catalog and what they own, and I would really like to see Max Payne like sort of revisioned. Mm in even like from any engine just imagine max Payne in the re engine for example how yeah. dirty and dingy that game could be it did I, max Payne did pop into my head actually when i was thinking of different things i'd like to see remastered because i love max Payne 3 and i love the flashback yeah. my favorite bits of that game are the flashback segments where you know it's still him um in new york so yeah i mean max Payne remaster would be incredible i would love that it's just kind of yeah. thinking, you're saying those flashbacks are kind of like what we almost could have had. I'm like, oh, just give me give me the actual Max Payne. I like this new Max Payne, but give me the old one as well. <laughs> I want. I just want more Max Payne in general, man. Like whether it's a, it's a sequel or a remake or whatever. Going, I, I went back again, because I've been playing all these old games. I went back to the original Max Payne in the core shooting of that game, surprisingly still holds up. It's still so satisfying to blow fools away in slow motion, but you are absolutely spot on the, the drip atmosphere that's already in that game could be increased massively in like a new engine with their you know rockstar's now signature presentation i know a lot of you know i don't want to overlook remedies um you know impact on those original games but i do think you could take what's already there and spruce it up i don't think that has to be a major remake i don't think that has to be you know on the level of resident evil 2 or resident evil 3 yeah. what's there is great just make it look prettier and uh tweak a few of the bugs and then you would have a winner and probably make it a less harsher in like add an auto save or two because there are a lot of moments in that game when they're just man with shotgun and you're dead and you have to remember next time the man with the shotgun is around the corner so you better be ready sort of thing but like just it's so sort of like uh the lighting in that game is just so sort of like i know it's like an apartment block for a lot of it like just bland and sort of like there which you would expect but like just add bits where a few corridors have a flashing light or something like that and then there's drips that you can hear a distance like say of some sort of like fire extinguisher like has gone off anything like that just little nuances that would just like really fresh fresh flesh out this sort of like uh, horrible mess that max has found himself in and really bring you through the grittiness in new york and just imagine also those dream sequences reimagined into something more fun yeah, I mean, you mentioned like the the just like the little little destruction that you could add in. I think that's one of the things that makes Max Payne Three such an enjoyable shooter because that that game world isn't really responsive, but the amount of little touches in its in its destruction tech really does make those firefights feel like really intense. Like when you've got shootouts in office blocks, and you can see the papers whirling around, or like the bullets coming through, um, you know, desks and stuff. I I always I always love that 
that kind of stuff when it comes to shooters and the original Max Payne's to an extent had some of it but like what they could do now and have all of those like particle effects going off and have all of those small details that make what could be just a bland like you said office building really pop or apartment block really pop man like i i wasn't sure about that coming in but you've kind of convinced me with it i think after playing um, going back to uh was it going back playing quantum break for the first time just seeing what other little bits of lore they could drop in there as well and give me an awe tag in there somewhere but josh i want to know what your game is your first game in this list well keeping on a similar theme i suppose i want to go back and see silent hill 1 be remade because mm. um yes that, yeah like it still holds up to an extent it is kind of crude in what they were trying to achieve at the time i don't think it's as well polished as something like the original resident evil 1 for instance which you know looks pretty bad but still plays pretty well to this day i think there's so much potential in that first game because it does kind of feel like it was hobbled together in spite of its own limitations and still ended up being an astounding uh, really scary title that you could you could bring that to the forefront in the same way that you've done um resident evil 2 resident evil 3 even the resident evil remake and kind of update that for modern audiences the fact that we've had no real resident evil no resident evil silent hill remakes so far is 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 something i just don't get like does konami not like money like what's what's their problem i don't know there was that god awful hd collection which like ruined parts oh, of some god, of the games yeah, i remember that because yeah, it, yeah. it was the visibility wasn't it you know part of yeah. the, the horror of those early games is that they were affected by the limitations of the technology so the lack of visibility is something that always stands out to me about silent hill so i guess that would be one of the challenges you'd get with a remake but then again that gives them more power to control what the player can and can't see and you know those games even when they kind of look so dodgy at times probably some of the most atmospheric games i've ever like addressed like up there with dead space for me is like something that i just i got so gripped in and it gets in your head and it's so good um so yeah something that messed around with sound i imagine if you had like you know a, a full remake they could really go to town on like how you you get all the different sounds going in and out of your ears which is something we saw kind of with the, with the p with pt but yeah i would love a silent hills remake i feel I, like Sorry, Ben, right? I was just going to say, and like you think they had the Fox engine, which we got uh, Metal Gear 5 and the critically acclaimed fence pokey game at Metal Gear Survive. I mean, like, <laughs> you, I mean, it's just sitting there waiting to be used for something else just to bring these games like these games are hard to get hold of now. Like, if anything, like you said at the top of the show, like, help us like keep games accessible and like going forward and especially these consoles now apparently everything's going to go forward forever like get them into the loop before they fall out and they they fall too far for a while yeah like, definitely because i feel like a lot of games you know a lot of games in the silent hill franchise still hold up you know untouched if you go back and play silent hill 2 now especially i wouldn't remake that because to me that's almost perfect the atmosphere is still there it still looks pretty gorgeous and the wonkiness that it might have to it whether it's from you know the translation or the voice acting in my opinion actually adds to the overall atmosphere and you might lose something getting rid of that so i would go i would go silent hill one specifically just because i don't think that's quite at the same level yeah. of timelessness that Silent Hill 2 and to an extent Silent Hill 3 is as well but yeah use that Fox engine for more than what it's being used for it's being criminally overlooked at the moment yeah um, so Ewan 
What would you use the Fox engine or any other engine to <laughs> remaster or remake a new game or an old game? This is gonna actually. This is this kind of got some real life evidence based in it. But you know, at the beginning of the year, we had a rumor going around that um, EA were keen to do a remake of Knights of the Old Republic. And yes. I know that loads of people are probably screaming right now, being like, "How can you remake that game? It's fine anyway." Oh, Disney ruined Star Wars. Blah blah blah. And to that, I say. <laughs> because I'd actually really want Disney Knights of the Old Republic. I think it would be really cool. One thing that I always enjoyed, or not, in, I enjoyed the story of Knights of the Old Republic, and I loved the whole setting and everything. And with the advent of the High Republic and the Knights of the Old Republic stuff coming in right now, Disney kind of have a big focus on going back into the past. And even though I'd, I'd love the setting of Knights of the Old Republic, I have to admit to you all right now, I found it very difficult when I was seven years old to get past the turn-based... Um, combat and especially given that I actually played Knights of the Republic 2 before I played the first one so uh, imagine me like just loving Battlefront loving Republic Commando loving the Jedi Knight series and then spending three hours on Knights of the Republic 2 not just attacking people with a little blowtorch thing and not like an actual lightsaber it was infuriating but you know I know everything about Knights of the Republic now um, and the story is so compelling remake that make combat more basically take the same approach that you know we've seen with Final Fantasy 7 I know people do like pointing uh, the, the turn based combat but for me if you want to embody the role of a Jedi you need to give the player as much agency over the combat as possible so that's how I would do Knights of the Republic see for me uh, I also had a problem back in the day where I was like I don't want to life is made up of many gorgeous moments cherish them all big and small with Blue Nile whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Use this sword. I want to use a blaster to kill this monster in the sewers. Why won't you let me do that? But I think that these games have sort of like again like fall into a vacuum of where like as someone who will edit videos that you will do on that's republic when i have to go there and find this old this old footage and like say just people just have an archive footage that i want nicely so i for, personally i want there to be a new game just so it'd be nice to <laughs> use some newer footage and just make my life a lot easier but also at the same time it just it's kind of like money on the table with this like use this as a bridge to the uh high republic as you're saying and get people sort of like 
into the idea of Star Wars before the absolute brilliant film that we had in The Phantom Menace. I mean, like, <laughs> just what happened before that? Were Gungans around back then? Who knows? Josh, is there anything else you wanted to add to this Nazi Republic uh, remaster, remake? Well, I think I need five minutes to recover from everything you just said there, Bedroy. But um, I was the same as you. Like, I was a bit too young for it. I still really enjoyed it at the time. And I have really fond memories of it. And obviously, I've gone back to it since. But yeah, I do think, uh, like, like Ewan said, you could have your cake and eat it too. You could have... Um, the old, uh, you know, turn-based style in there still, but you can also have an alternate, um, you know, like Final Fantasy VII style combat system that would really benefit from you feeling like a Jedi and not just feeling like someone waving a bit of a stick around and hopefully your <laughs> critical hits get uh, registered. But um, yeah, I, I feel like over the past seven years or so, it's just been EA leaving good money off the table, not doing anything with Knights of the Old Republic in the console space, in like a regular story-driven RPG RPG where obviously the MMO is still up and running but yeah either remake it give us Knights of the Republic 3 or just just do something with it because like like you've both been saying you know what I mean we've got the High Republic coming in it's very it sounds like it's going to be very in vogue to go back in time and you know go to that pre Phantom Menace era and, and it is a it's a fertile ground and it's 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 got so much potential that I just want good Star Wars games and that is arguably the best Star Wars game so yeah do it gauge interest for a proper sequel and then make the proper sequel arguably even though uh, Jedi Outcast is the best Star Wars game ever made uh, but what I want to know from you though Josh is what is your next game on your list well, Benroy, I've actually forgotten, so I'm going to have to skip to my third <laughs> well, choice. Well, 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 um, I've got a cheat sheet, and it says Time Splitters 2. So what is your yes, next game? It is. Uh, <laughs> pretend that didn't happen, everyone at home. It's Time Splitters 2, because, what? again, like everyone... I know, what? What a surprise. Um, yeah, huge, fond memories of that. It was one of the games that got me into multiplayer shooters before I even had an online connection. And I think that that game kind of... I think that would benefit from a straight remake, keeping more or less everything the same and kind of selling it for a bit cheaper, just up-res the graphics, don't really change the gameplay too much, maybe add some quality of life features to the combat and, you know, the aiming and stuff like that. But for me, that would work really well as an arcade multiplayer title. It doesn't need to be this, you know, lavish 60-pound, um, you know, epic blockbuster try to make Time Splitters a big, you know, AAA experience. It doesn't have to be that. It just has to be a really solid shooter that maintains the personality and the, and the style of the original that will hopefully, you know, find an audience online because that brand of, you know, wacky multiplayer shooting I think still holds up, especially in a, in a world that's more or less moved away from modern, modern military shooters being the dominant force. We now have the space to have something a bit more colourful, a bit more arcadey, and a bit more, you know, just um, <laughs> tongue-in-cheek, I suppose. I would take it one step further and I would do the first three. I would just do all three in one sort of package simply because I'm really selfish and I want Future Perfect in there. If you don't give me yeah. Future Perfect remade, I'm going to get annoyed because I want Captain Ash to be in his all his glory and go, oh, time for fisticuffs, splendid, and stuff like that. I would want That was your Jar Jar those... impression, what you want about me? <laughs> my, um, my old British and Jar Jar are very much similar, it turns out. <laughs> but just to have uh, the the whole trilogy there and see the journey through time and how they could bring back all these eras and have them all the characters and all sort of the maps of one sort of big collection and i don't know about you but my favorite i can't remember if it was in time split it's two or three but my it was in three but i don't know if it's in two 
the virus mode where it's kind of like yeah. one person has got a green flame and they slowly tag everyone until everyone becomes like the green flame sort of like an infection mode and we, well, yeah. me, and my fr- me and my friends would spend hours on that cheese toasty in hand controller plugged into the multi-tap there you go what do you need anything else no a very greasy controller <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm not on board with eating food and playing games at the same time. I always fool myself into thinking, oh, I'll order a pizza and then I'll play some video games at the same time. Doesn't work. You can't do two things at once and everything just gets greasy. Your pizza tastes like controller. Your controller tastes like pizza. Why are you eating it? I don't know. You've just but, given um, Domino's no. or Papa John's their best hairbrained scheme ever there, Josh Brown. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, it was... You know what? They could have that one of me. Back in the PS2 days, it was the Attitude Era, but I, what I just really wanted to uh, saying that also manifested in that era was uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. So these games Ooh. were, some for some reason, uh, Capcom decided to do online games uh, during the era of the PS2 when not every PS2 was compatible. Obviously, you had to buy that brick and shove it in the back and also have some sort of broadband connection in the early 2000s. But like the idea of playing Resistance recently and then playing Free into I would take the like the idea that they Capcom want to do something online, right? They they're desperate to get Resident Evil in an online capacity. So take forget Resistance. That's fine, but forget it. it's a bit too flirty. Have the solid controls of two and three, and get get four people together that can play through a narrative experience, or oh, say I like, love that, or maybe like say you can even go down like what we kind of we thought was going to happen with free where you've got like maybe the choice of two different streets but everything culminates into an area like the zoo where you fight a giant elephant just experiences like that where the everything's already like, i say we always say like we imagine we know how games are made everything's already there just put it together and do it <laughs> but just put it together and do it i want to i want to i want to shoot zombies with friends I was yeah, I've been cry- begging out for a Left 4 Dead or Resident exactly. Evil thing just for years now. It's one of the most, one of the best social experiences I've had in in video games is playing those kind of co-op-y shooters that have some sort of narrative element built in. So yeah, it's something that I dearly miss, and it's something that the last generation of consoles has been missing a lot. That's what I really hoped Resident Evil Resistance was going to be, and it tried to be to an extent. But yeah, something more akin to, like you said, you and Left 4 Dead. If you can get that kind of narrative style in there, obviously it's not really a story-driven game, Left 4 Dead, but it gives you like that enough of a drive to want to escape, want to get to the next level, and the characters were, you know, compelling in their own right. You had. And if you could have more choice within those levels, like you said, Ben Roy, the choice to go down different seats, uh, different streets, then come out at a kind of like choke point after that and fight a big boss or something. Like, like you said, just do it. Just please, Capcom. You've had decades worth of trying. Can you please do it right? <laughs> and they've also made uh, one of the characters canon, which I can't remember because uh, an article that she writes appears in Resident Evil 7 so just you know stop teasing me and bits of it are also teased in RE3 so either they're going to just tease forever or it's going to come soon a little bit of Resident Evil ankle if you will <laughs> yeah well, they give you a bit of ankle every year with a new remake so I can barely complain but I, I don't know I guess I just want to find out you and what your next game is uh, yeah my last one is Simpsons Hit and Run I mean I, I, you don't really need to remake that thing from the ground up in any way shape or form you can literally just stick a, a, a reasonable fee on there a reasonable fee EA 
A and then just actually just put it out anywhere because that game, one of the best licensed games I've ever played, we've been begging for a sequel slash remaster slash whatever forever now. Um, give the Donut Team guys a job, actually. Why don't you actually get them involved to bring in across all the missions and characters they introduced for the mods that they've done on the PC or whatever. Um, yeah, Simpsons Hit and Run a Remake, you could do so much with it, though, if you were actually going to go from the ground up and make like a proper remake slash sequel. I don't know. Um, this is one of those games I have so much love for, and it's a shame to me that I can't play it whenever I want want to right now because my console's like scattered across the winds of the earth like Yu-Gi-Oh's uh, deck that was a <laughs> solid 2003 reference right there um, but yeah like you know I just want Simpsons Hit and Run give it to me in some form just some form and maybe deliver it to me by throwing a football at my groin maybe just it's kind of like just do it but the big question is what would Disney censor in this game Oh, oh no! Is <laughs> <laughs> there to the groin? That's already they'll, gone. They'll put Dal Hannah's butt in it just to get rid of it again. Yeah, <laughs> digital fur technology. <laughs> you love to see it. Like, what was the last Simpsons game we had? Like, big proper like there wasn't Tap Out or anything like that. The Simpsons game, the movie game, the 2007 mm. one. Yeah, God, it's been that long. Yeah, yeah. I think years. I think there's scope to maybe do at least one more Simpsons game, but then like. After that, where do you go from there? What do you do next, Ewan? Uh, I think you should just do all the hit and runs. Just actually, just, you know what? Just have a Simpsons game where it is hit and run, and it's just them taking references from the, the peak years, the golden years. If you want to, I know Simpsons hit and run was its own original story, but just let us mimic episodes from the show and just go around and have a great time. Something like that. I know this is mostly nostalgia talking at this point, but at the same time, just give me some sort of Simpsons hit and run goodness. I don't care how it's delivered to me, what form it takes. If it's called Simpsons hit and run, and I can kick Chief Wiggum, until he just goes Rah! then that'll be that'll be fine by me yeah if yeah. we're gonna have to bow down to our you know disney overlords who now own all of our favorite ip at least at least do something good with them disney at least give us some good video games out of them like that's that's all i'm asking like you own me at this point practically so at least at least chuck me a bone now and again in the form of hit and run <laughs> my my other suggestion was gonna be the futurama video game which i played in the form of one solitary wow. demo disc on the official xbox magazine in like 2003 or something like that and it was terrible it was absolutely awful but a futurama game would be great that's not even a remake at this point it's just wishlisting for a new game i don't even know what i'm doing right now someone <laughs> Just someone else go <laughs> but um i didn't I, even know I, that existed i remember i think watching that on the gaming network it was a channel like on sky somewhere that you'd watch and just watch basically what we have now where you go to a website and watch some gameplay for five minutes but i think i watched that gameplay cycle forever but i really love the idea of like side missions and that being moments from episodes you and i think that'd be like excellent but um going from something like just going from something that just has no way to segue to it I want Splinter Split Cell the same way I would like the Max Payne series I think that you, Splinter Cell really relied on the fact that you can hide in the shadows in this game and you could just want to imagine what these shadows would look like now I don't even think you need to tweak the gameplay that much it's more just you know uh, sometimes the cutscenes in that game would do look rough now but give us the first couple of first three uh, adventures of Sam Fisher like re sort of master re, re back out there 
and maybe treat that as a way for Ubisoft and Eve's Game One to maybe think like, oh, do we do we put these games back out there? Because Eve's Game One is probably gonna sort of whore Sam Fisher out to every one of his games forever. I'm waiting for Sam Fisher versus Rabbids because I don't know what Eve's. <laughs> Didn't that Eve's, already happened. Or I making that uh, up? They're in this weird like mobile game, aren't they? They've taken the souls of all all our favorite <laughs> Ubisoft things and locked them in this Look, cellar somewhere. All I'm saying is that Eve has Tom Clancy's corpse hidden in like a closet with Sam Fisher and he just feeds them scraps of Rainbow Six Siege's microtransactions to keep them alive a little bit and sustain them and Tom and Sam are just there like please Eve I want a proper tactical single player game please Eve and he's just like no division meta friendship system and then just slams the door and then you just hear him crying because if they remake these then just Eves, look at what what Kojima did. Make the next Splinter Cell just this big. You like big worlds. Uh, have Sam Fisher go to big a big world like uh, Mr. Snake did. <laughs> Sneak around some bushes. Go to a dark corridor. Bob's your uncle. But also, I would I was going to say Tom Clancy. I think that I think his soul has been stolen for years because I went I went outside the other day and I know we should do that much, but I was in Morrison's and I saw a Tom Clancy book. Tom Clancy's blah blah blah, written by not Tom Clancy. Like, what are you doing? Why are people buy? Like, why do people see? Oh, the Tom Clancy name. The Tom Clancy must have written this. Nope, it is Jeff. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, the same it's... with with the Bourne guy, isn't it? The guy who wrote the yeah. Bourne, Robert Ludlum. It's all written by different people. I mean, Tom Clancy's been dead for a decade now. And he probably had yeah. no involvement with the games whatsoever. But at the same time, there is a brand integrity to protect. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh... Splinter Cell Big World. Then is that what we're looking forward to? Is that the next sequel? I mean, Sam Fisher's climbing a tower, whether you like it or not. It just depends where that tower is going to be. But... <laughs> Towers are out now. That's the one thing they've actually acknowledged, man. Like Splinter Cell like, Two, do Lost in New York. Oh, oh, there's a lighthouse in uh, Chaos Theory, isn't there? At the beginning of that game. So he's going to climb that. Uh, but I want to know what you would climb, Josh, in your final game. I would climb back into my own bum to ask for <laughs> another Resident Evil 1 remake because I know I've already had one. I've already got Resident Evil 1 regular. I've got Resident Evil 1 remake. I've got Resident Evil 1 remade again, well, remastered for the PlayStation 1. But I think I want to be cheeky and ask for a third one because I think you could go back to that original game and do it in the style of 2. It doesn't need to be done necessarily because I think the like the the uh, fixed camera angles and the tank controls in the classic Resi style very much works for Resident Evil Remake. It's one of my favorite games. But if you're going to do 2 and 3, why not do one? It's more in need of a remake, if that's how we're classing them, than Resident Evil 4 is, which is apparently getting done next. So there is there is scope there to do it and there are things you can build on and yeah so if we're going to have all of these resident evil remakes give me the first one again and then it is officially silly and capcom has officially jumped the shark but that's fine for me they've jumped it for your bum though and that's what counts yep, so straight piggy, into the bum piggybacking off your bum uh alex has asked us on twitter with the re engine making the latest resi games look amazing does the does Resident Evil HD uh, hold up or does it need a remake and would you recommend playing it now? Very nice segue that Ben Roy. I really appreciate that great way to integrate the old questions and that is a good question and I do recommend it because it's so like different I think because it is more of the classic style I think it's a nice antidote to the more action heavy style of you know two and three and also even though it's what probably well more is it more than a decade it's probably like 15 years old now 2002 
2002. It's yep. nearly 20 years old. It yes, still looks okay. gorgeous. It's still one of the most uh, striking games I've ever played because I think the uh, you know like the the textures they use for the backgrounds and stuff, while they might not be the highest resolution now, they still retain a certain painted artistry to them that for as lovely as the resident re engine is now like there's something transfixing about the way that game is directed because it's not just the backdrops it's not just the character models it's the way the camera swoops around in the atmosphere of like the atmosphere and the claustrophobia and the isolation you feel when you know you've got jill walking and the camera's swooping up behind her as if something's behind your shoulder then you check behind you and stuff like that i think it's a very different brand of horror from capcom's most recent remakes but absolutely absolutely worth checking out if you've never played the original and even, even if you have resident evil remake is my favorite resident evil game so i would always recommend it because it's good remake is pretty much perfect like i know in our ranking that we have four is the best game but like remake is so goddamn like just it's terrifyingly beautiful it still plays amazing even though that some would ask that you're shooting off camera sometimes but i think that was also part of the terror and it just it, like it's on a PS4 now. I think you can buy it for like a five, or you get it like seven with zero, which you just play zero because zero is also brilliant and pretty much the same sort of like idea of a game. But I would love to see the Spencer Mansion in the RE engine and in 3D because I t there's something about that game where like it's so excellent that I want a remake, remake because a remake, <laughs> remake of this excellent game and where it all started over that 25 years ago i i need it back and i need to see that cutscene again that original zombie turn around and go yeah this is eating your mate like just give it yeah, to me yeah yeah give it to me it, like that's a game that i would just i would take in any form over and over again because i do think like from a conceptual standpoint from a mechanical standpoint it very much holds up and remains one of my favorite games of all time never never mind just you know one of my favorite resident evils ewan would you perhaps be willing to play a resident evil remaster remake hd remake um <laughs> they scare me a lot so no <laughs> <laughs> and that's our verdict uh, so i think that's and that's three games from all of us now so that's after this remake sort of craze we're just now fertilizing the gaming world of like more rumors of like these are the games we want remade and these are the remasters we need but we want to know from you guys what do you want like remade or is there anything that you think that shouldn't be remade or re or remastered let us know down in the comments below because this is a video podcast and also tweet us at hashtag wcgp for more questions because like i want to talk about resident evil so if you cram a little resident evil one in there we're going to keep going forever and i'm sure that ewan wants some more simpsons hit and run stuff so just get in there and ask josh what is actually in his jumper josh don't stand up and show them they'll find out next no, time no 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 one but can ever know that's been the what Couch game podcast i've been ben returner you can follow me at ben returner this has been ewan you can follow him at ewan ruins things and you can follow josh brown at josh brune with two o's Thank you. All I've got to say now is goodbye there. Goodbye. 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 If you goodbye there, you, you do the you do the slide. Goodbye there. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm still in frame. <laughs>
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.